Yes, hello and welcome to Santo, Sam and Ed with a little bit of Rob. Uh, my name is Sam and I just want to say a big hello to my two friends, two former consultants at the Cronulla Sharks, Rob Sitch, Santo <laughs> Chalaro. Welcome, gentlemen. What a week it's been. It's been well, actually, before we get, because it has been a pretty big week, uh, guys, call me a sentimentalist, call me a bit of a suck, mm. but during the week, shiver down the spine when, when these words were uttered, age shall not weary them, mm-hmm. nor the years condemn. And when John Inverarity went on to announce his squad for the Ashes tour, I am not I am not embarrassed to say I shed a tear. I shed a tear. Rob, when yeah. the bugler played the last post at the end of that, that was Booney, I believe. So the silence at the end of the announcement of the team was not a minute silence. It was just general confusion. It felt was like it? a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that they're not calling it a touring party? They're actually calling it a deployment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did like when uh, in Verity oh was announcing, God. sitting there announcing that team, and you just heard this. And <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I'm just thinking uh, we have to combat the Barmy Army over there. That's sure. what I can with Dad's Army. Dad's Army. Dad's Army. <laughs> That'll be the big thing. The Chris Rogers. Now, look, I, we'll talk about sport later mm. on. Chris Rogers. Yes. His average is what 52 at the moment, which is coincidentally his age. <laughs> Do you know what they said? 52. They, I heard yeah. they, they said they're going to send Chris Rogers to England, except mm. for the fact he's actually currently in England, playing <laughs> in the county. The, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, oh, that's always So they're good. saving on airfares. So. Anyway, I think we'll get onto that uh, possibly a little bit later on when we uh, come to discuss sport. Anything else happened during the week? Oh, nothing oh, nothing to me. Think. Hopefully you two have had a big week. Uh, was, was Anzac Day this week? I, th- I believe it was. <laughs> And a great uh, tribute from my kid, uh, my youngest, because it's getting, you know, sure. people, yeah, he it played an effect. extra hour of COD on the, that's, <laughs> on the PlayStation. That's nothing, nothing more. It's good to see the is young that people. Is that disrespectful? Absolutely not. No, it's the ultimate form of respect for uh, children on Anzac Day. I realise that there are two lines. There's mm. a line between two groups of people. Mm-hmm. There are veterans mm-hmm. and there's like the media involved yeah. in Anzac Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when veterans read the Ode of Remembrance, you know, yeah. they go, age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. They're just normal. Yeah. Yeah. But when a media person gets the microphones, age shall not weary them. <laughs> Nor, <laughs> nor the years condemn at the going down of the sun. Just a bit too much spin on it. Yeah. Oh, just a bit it's too Tom, much. Tommy G calls it the poet's voice. Yeah, it's like it's like these these people are just part of mainstream media for most of the year. On Anzac yeah. Day, they turn into Sir John Gilgul. <laughs> And you're you going, know, what are you doing? Do you know what that poem, what, what, what that's from? Oh, Robbie. It, yes, yeah. it's from, uh, yeah. it's, it's an old well, war poem from, the, yeah, from World yeah, War 1914, One. Ode of Remembrance. It's actually a significantly longer poem than they read out. Mm-hmm. That's considered the most appropriate verse. Okay. But I think it's like six verse. It starts with, um, there was a lady from Nantucket. Yeah. <laughs> And See, it gets a little this, more that's disrespectful. Yeah, that, that is disrespectful. That is disrespectful. No, that's the Aussie spirit, isn't it? <laughs> Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Can I just... See, this is where we need Seal and Delta Goodrum. We need a judge. Because I think that the... Uh, isn't that the Larrick? Didn't I show Larrick and Spirit then? I thought you showed good old-fashioned Larrick and Spirit and that you know, the diggers would have enjoyed. Would have loved. And we're, we're mates. Yeah, yeah, we're mates. Hang on, this is... This is a tribute to mateship here. This, well, this is, in the words of uh, Pete Evans from My Kitchen Rules, that... Uh, tick, tick, tick. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> I've been busy. Tick, tick. You have been I busy. Use, I use the minute silence to research that. <laughs> I just, that so, is. A lot of our podcasts end in a minute silence when we realise um, <laughs> <laughs> that there, there's 45 minutes we're not going to get back. I've got something else to raise from Anzac, mm, Anzac Day, Day, but I want you to... Yeah. Have you got anything else from your... From Anzac Day? No, yeah. no, I had a quiet Anzac Day. You know what? If you, are you familiar with the, the work of uh, Corporal Ben Robert Smith? Is I, he the bugler? 
from no, no, no. He, he. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Phil. I think he gave up playing the trumpet in order to win a Victoria Cross. Yes, he's our pinup boy at the moment, Sam. He's our our, our military pinup boy. Oh, you two yeah. are looking at me like I'm Yumi Steins over here. Just <laughs> relax, everyone. <laughs> You'd think Yumi would have, you know, boxed in a class, wouldn't you? Because so he's like, you know, when in. Um, border security mm-hmm. where you start off saying we're going to find something wrong with these people and in the end they, yeah, they're allowed yeah, yeah. to go through and mm. continue yeah. their holiday. I find him like that. I go, surely there's going to be something wrong with this bloke, but he is tick, tick, tick all the way. We are, You know how we're pro Moats, pro Richard mm-hmm. Ings, mm-hmm. Richard pro Ings. Ben Robert Smith. Yes. Okay, so what's he, what's he done? Well, one of everything. Cross, yeah, yeah. SAS. Oh, no, no, I thought he'd just oh, done no, something but recently. You know when people have kicked the, kick the winner for Essendon yesterday? Yeah. He did everything. Yeah. Oh, look, he just, is he, he going to be in Splashdown though? Because if he's not in that... I've lost respect for him. Even in the Anzac Day ceremony, he's reading out letters from fallen comrades. He's marching with the sons yeah. of fallen and daughters of fallen comrades. You know what he is? He's the guy's equivalent of Bondi vet. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know how girls yeah. go, wow, yeah. Bondi vet, tick, tick, tick. Yeah. Yep. I'm telling you, we're pro Corporal Ben Roberts. I like that. Good. I, I, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because he actually just makes me feel I'm not living a great life. Right. Yes. He's allowed so to get... inspiring to many, yes. uh, deflating to others. Do you like uh, sport on Anzac Day? Is that uh, do yeah, we... because tick, there, tick, there, tick. Were, there were two uh, NRL games yesterday, so, uh, two, a couple of crackers. There was uh, the traditional Collingwood versus Essendon AFL game, but the the first time that the AFL has actually played for points on foreign soil in New Zealand, there was the Sydney Swans. Uh, they took on uh, St Kilda. They took on St Kilda at uh, now. It's interesting because uh, I, I was watching it, and mm-hmm. you know. There are some great stadiums around the world. Sure. The, where do the Baltimore Ravens play? The Vault. Oh, yeah. The, they play at the Vault. Old Trafford is known as the Theatre of Dreams. Oh, yeah. Suncorp Stadium, uh, closer to home, is the Cauldron. Mm. The Wellington Stadium, the Cake Tin. <laughs> <laughs> they played at the Cake Tin <laughs> yesterday. That's so sad because the, the stadium in Dunedin is called the House of Pain. Yeah, is it? It is. Yeah, that's a good name. Um, anyway. Boston. Yes. We, we did this, Boston? it was last Friday, mm-hmm. and then on Saturday morning there was the 24-hour news channels sure. actually uh, having something to do. Yeah. I, I think I, t- I told you that. I, t- I told you that once. I saw a, 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 I can't remember who it was, who mm. said that when they were young, that, you know, used to just watch the news at six o'clock yeah. on a night, for, uh, every night for half an hour. Yes. Mm. And as time's gone on, mm. and these 24-hour news, he realised that um, that was about right. That was yeah. about the right amount of time. That's all we needed is half an hour, That's except all. for events like last Saturday when they're Trying to catch a bomber. That, that did go on for a long time. Do you live in a house where someone has a constant Twitter feed going? No. No, it, don't. Because what <laughs> happens is right. you never have news. Mm. Like you walk in, you go, did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just saw it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Saw it, yeah, yeah. just got it tweeted. Yeah, did you know that? Yeah, yeah. just tweeted there. Wow. To me, the big development in this uh, in, in the Boston thing, it's not a segment, but it could be a segment called Once the Horse Has Bolted, and that is that the Williams-Sonoma, do, do, do you guys know what Williams-Sonoma is? Mm. They make pressure cookers. That's it. Okay. They've decided to pull pressure cookers off their shelves. Yeah, that's the way okay. to deal with Just, it. That's the way to deal with it. And th- that quote, they said, it's out of respect. And in a touching little PS, still available online. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Our first response is never a great one, is it? Do we no. have, still have air marshals? Remember? Yeah, air marshals. <laughs> they were essential at one point, weren't they? I, they were essential. That, and, see, and actually, one other one was, didn't, didn't we bring torture back from the Middle Ages? Has that worked out well as well? That's worked out fine. Um, basically, we can assume that every single piece of electronic, um, like your phone calls, your emails, are all being checked by the NSA or whatever they call them in America. Glad mm. someone's checking them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit behind. You would think that 
presumably they must have intercepted the call between Russian intelligence and the FBI warning them about those two kids. Oh, that one. Oh, I forgot. That I was away that day. Might have gone to spam, that one. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently between Russian intelligence and the CIA, they called that. They might have caught that in their net. No. And apparently the CIA called the US counterterrorism to let them know about the two guys. God, so we might need to, what do they call it, advanced search? Yeah, well, as long as you keep taking your shoes off when you go through the airport. Yeah, oh, know, that we're safe. Yeah, that's and, and air marshals. The, the yeah. Kentucky Derby, they've, uh, they've banned uh, backpacks. Oh, they should ban fascinators. That's what they should do at the races if, <laughs> they if they want to be serious about it. Um, I wanted to just mention that um, I got a text message from Rob saying, Four Corners tonight, yeah. look out. Yeah. Ings alert, Ings, Ings, Ings alert. Yeah. A little bit disappointed with Four Corners. What happened? Um, uh, two weeks ago, I think, I had a go at, this, at uh, that show called 7.30 because yeah. they didn't uh, go to Ings early enough. Mm. I'm watching Four Corners on Monday night, 19 minutes before they went to Richard Ings. That's a new record. It's a disgrace, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> so what are you thinking? I think you must have been doing interviews on another <laughs> network. <laughs> Hang on, they guys, he's almost free. They couldn't get him. They had to pad before uh, he was available. But uh, I was worried that we we're going to get to that promo for Q and A where they're doing the makeup on Malcolm Fraser. <laughs> for hey, um, Richard just, Ings could be on Q and A pretty soon, couldn't he? Yeah, people sure. are getting onto it though. Someone mm. alerted me to this uh, from a radio station during the week. Mm. Uh, it, try and work out whether they actually wanted to talk to Richard Ings or whether they just found out that he was the only one available. Have a listen. We have tried to speak to a range of people on this subject. No one uh, is talking. That makes him sound like last cab off the rank. But um, he speaks with us because he doesn't necessarily want to speak, but we've run out of options. Richard Ings. (laughs) 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 But I don't want to mislead anyone. We are promote. Pro-Richardings. Oh, we're pro Pro-Corporal Ben Roberts. We've, we've, there's a, the oh. list is growing. Uh, do we all know who NBC rookie newsreader AJ Clemente is? Mm. I think by now, do we know who that is? Mm, might not have been oh, concentrating, th- th- no. I do know who yeah, he is. Okay, now this fits into... Uh, this is a new segment that I'd like to call... Um, so, I'm sorry, it's my first day. Okay. <laughs> I think we've all had those days, you know, yeah. our first day at work. Okay, now this is a fellow, AJ Clement, okay. It's his very first day for co-hosting the news on NBC North Dakota. Now, just to set you up, he's trying to remember the name of the Ethiopian runner who won the London Marathon, Tsegaya Kadebi. Okay. Yeah. And they throw to the news. You're watching the evening Sunday on NBC North Dakota News, your news leader in high definition. Gay fucking shit. Good evening. I'm Van Chu. You may have seen our newest AJ on NBC North Dakota News, and he'll be joining the weekend news team as my co-anchor. Tell us a little bit about yourself, AJ. Um. Thanks, Van. I'm very excited. I graduated from West Virginia University, and I'm used to, um, you know, from being from the in- East Coast. Okay, well, welcome aboard. <laughs> <laughs> if you could see that, we will put that up. We yeah. will, if you haven't seen it already, but the look on his face, 15 seconds into her intro, when yeah. he realizes, oh my God, we are going to air. His first ever words as a news anchor started with F and S. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is. Amazing, and uh, you won't. This will, as a follow up to that, you'll be yeah. very surprised. Here. Fired. Fired. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> First he, day was last day. He's um he's available if you yeah. need to uh, if you need uh, a, a journo or some sort of news anchor. He is available, and yeah. 
amazingly, has kind of been rewarded for this. He was on Letterman he last night. He was on night. Letterman, and mm. I think Letterman. But, but that's I, a bit like Brad Haddon out of the Australian <laughs> Test team and, and Shane Watson. Hey, hey, that's our fired, new vice captain you're talking about. Yeah, that's fired only to be brought back as a vice captain. <sighs> but don't, yeah. don't you, sometimes when you look at this, you hear the, new, the ABC News or whatever, don't you want a newsroom who just swears every now and again? Hey, what I, would be wrong with that? Anton Enos just having a go, you know, how about them damn, you know... Well, we all know that Lily and Jin's got a fair mouth on her too. By the way, it's probably for the best. You know, can like I just give first day at work, um, yeah. first day at work story? Did you like that intro? The, the intro first, was yeah, great. Yeah. My first day at work mm. at Lee's Choice Fruits. Mm. Um, that did involve me dropping two trays of prime avocados. Yeah. Uh, that I quickly picked up yep. and threw over the back fence. You did that. Well done. So if <laughs> if well Lee done. if Lee is re- uh, listening. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that, mate. <laughs> you never apologised. I didn't. I didn't apologise. I didn't tell him. What should? What could I have done? My, hey, at least I didn't swear. My first day at work at the Copperwood Restaurant in Ligon Street, Melbourne, oh, was wow. uh, uh, it was a disastrous day. It was it was the first of. I only had three days there before I got sacked. Yeah. But there was a legendary uh, mm. AFL footballer called Ted Whitten, oh, yeah. and he had a very firm handshake. And I, I couldn't believe I was actually serving him some soup. And he shook my hand. He pulled me into his soup. <laughs> <laughs> I actually ended up in his soup. My elbow ended in ended up in his soup. Hey, Sam, uh, mm. we just had a call from that fruit shop. Mm. Apparently, the avocados are almost ripe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that makes sense, cause, Rob, because that was only last week. I was still working there. <laughs> that is very um, funny. That's very funny. We should congratulate Clive Palmer because uh, he's uh, this week, he well, I guess he inaugurated his new United Australia Party. Clive is hoping to get into the House of Representatives. Now, I believe that there's an elephant in the room if that happens. It's not an observation. There'll just be an elephant in the room. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you, Phil. Yes, Phil the drummer. If if that actually does happen, okay, interesting uh, how long it'll be before we get the joke when he sits around the house, he really sits around the house. (laughs) I reckon the chance of somebody combining the fact that Clive Palmer is XXXL Mm -hmm. and the fact that he's seeking a seat in Parliament, those two things together will form a very funny joke. He's seeking a a couch in Parliament. (laughs) 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 Who's filling the crossbenches, Clive Palmer? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Can I just just give you a quick... There wouldn't be any more Clive Palmer jokes. Can I wrap up up reality television for the week? Why not? You love love your reality TV, Uh, right? Keep an eye on it. You (laughs) do. There's a log jam. Yeah. You know they need a, uh, a third runway in the something second airport. It, yes. They need a curfew on uh, reality TV because right. there is. Because when you say logjam, I thought, is that something that's happening on My Kitchen Rules? Is oh, that what they're cooking? It, give them a, yeah. another season and <laughs> yeah, that'll okay. be. Uh, My Kitchen Rules, The Voiced, Biggest Loser, Celebrity Splash, Celebrity Apprentice. I think I don't know that the block's finished. Um, My Kitchen Rules, I found out during the week, has still not finished. It's still going. Yeah, you know that if you look up on Wikipedia, you know you've been on a long time when they list the date that you started followed by AD. (laughs) (laughs) It's currently being dated in tree rings. Um, (laughs) I tuned in because I said, someone told me, no, it is the final, Mm -hmm. right? And and that was sort of right. And then I heard this. Tonight, it's semi-final one. (laughs) One. Semi-final one. 
okay. So I had to split my time between mm. that and, and the voice. And um, I'll give you two choices at the end. This is what I heard during the week. It's a huge responsibility sitting in that chair. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's Barack Obama talking about sitting in the <laughs> Oval Office? Or do you think it's Seal? Yeah. Let me think. I, I, I reckon it's the latter. It's Seal. It's the right. latter, yeah. So Seal says so many obvious yes. platitudes. Yes that I came up with a new segment called... Der Fred. <laughs> <laughs> You've and gone out and got a real voice for that as well. Yeah, I, know. I actually did some work this week. And, uh, and I just, you know, I'm going to collate them over the coming weeks and months. But uh, this is just a, a very, very short taste of, of the insight that Seal brings. My message to them would be, you go out there and be great. Thanks. <laughs> Good. Uh, I'm glad we flew. But that in combination with the music makes sense, Rob. He also said, to be the best, you've got to beat the best. That's good. No, it's not, Santo. (laughs) They're not good enough. No one says that stuff to me. Rob, the the thing about the reality TV, there was an interview with Gary Megan from MasterChef. Oh, yeah. Okay. He says that the reason that uh, My Kitchen Rules was more popular than MasterChef was that the Seven Network series, what it captivated, quote, Bogan Australia. So he's gone oh, down that track, okay? Steady on them fighting here's, words, here's, here's, the, here's them fighting words. Quote, soap drama is easy. It's chewing gum for the eyes and MasterChef is never going to be that. Uh-huh. Okay? He says there's no reason to panic about the show's format. Quote, it still has to be about the food. He said this at the launch of MasterChef Girls vs. Boys. <laughs> Oh. Master Chef, girls versus That's, boys. That is it. So now there's no need to change the concept of the show because it's all about the cooking. It's all about the. Cooking. So we now. Uh, yeah. So we've had Master Chef amateurs, I suppose. Is it, it just Master Chef was with amateurs originally. Uh, yeah, it was with amateurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we had we had. I know we've had celebrities. We had yes. celebrities. We've had professionals. We had professionals. We had kids. Girl, kids. Yeah. Girls versus boys. That's yeah. About, that's about yeah. to happen. Yeah. I know what's coming up next. What? Master Chef stoned. <laughs> that will that will appeal to Australia, that and is. also I've you know some of the housemates I've lived mm. with, yeah. they have just you know mm. gone upstairs for a little while, floated down, and yeah. then we have we've had nothing in the pantry, and they have whipped up gourmet yeah. meals. I yeah. tell you what, the contestants will be hungry. Yes, <laughs> gents. Despite all we've talked about, mm. I considered it quite a slow news week. Slow news week. With that, because during the week I heard a new twist on the Mel B story. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is it? Oh, some court case, the whole thing, and I, I, I must admit I tuned out, but it was, it did make the news. Yeah. So I once, knew it was a slow yeah, news. Once week. again, you bury the lead, eh? Okay. <laughs> World's oldest hamburger. Oh. <laughs> Question mark. McDonald's burger from 1999 almost looks new. That's slow news week if I'm clicking that, on that. That's trip. pretty slow. Yeah. Slow news, but really quite, you're in, quite you? interesting. Utah man David Whipple. Mm-hmm. Who I love already, <laughs> yeah. has managed to hang on to a hamburger from McDonald's since 1999. The sure. actual hamburger. The actual hamburger, Santa. Now, right. the, according to this story, the extraordinary part isn't the fact that he didn't throw the burger out. Mm. It's that the burger barely looks like it's aged. Oh, Although I would argue that it is extraordinary that he still has the burger. Um, <laughs> appearing by phone on a TV show called The Doctors. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, you could have gone. That's good. The path you could have gone down. Whipple explained that the burger was discovered many years ago in his coat pocket. 
<laughs> and all I could think of was, oh, I've been there. I've been there, Whipple. Food in your, <laughs> in your coat pocket. Food in your coat pocket. That was my. Uh, so what is it? That was all of my twenties. I, I used to leave bananas in my golf bag. Yeah, and Did they they don't last as long. No, right. This is the thing that you might be wondering how it's happened. Mm. Apparently, that various burgers don't rot over time. They found that the burger doesn't rot yeah. because its small size and relatively large surface area help it to lose moisture very fast. Without moisture, there's no mould. Yeah, low humidity. Right. Right. So those sesame seeds on top of the one, they could have grown into sesame trees by now. By now. Um, I, just, I just can't work this out. I can't work out why he's held on to it. I can't work out why there is a mm. show that is examining it. True. Mm. And that's all the questions I have there. I've got one more. How did the rest of the Happy Meal go? Yeah, chips were fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, let's. Can we just put a hold there, there because the phone is ringing oh, and I oh. have got a feel. Well, well, actually, no, this no, is interesting it, because the uh, energy company again. Oh no 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 electricity. No 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 no. Cheaper no. deal on gas. Rob, this is the week that uh, that Ben Affleck has decided to live on a dollar fifty a day mm. uh, for his Live Below the Line project. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Here's a guy who hasn't even signed up for the Live Below the Line project is living on a dollar fifty a day. It's Ed Cavalier. <laughs> How are you, Ed? Thank you very much, guys. But with the Australian exchange rate. It's a dollar seventy-five over here. <laughs> yes. wow. What's happening over there, Ed? Oh, guys, it's it's massive because it's it's all about the people that you meet. You know that, Rob. Hollywood is about making connections. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And I was out today, and I got sick of just sort of sitting around my house or whatever. So I thought, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll do what everyone else does. I'll wander up to Starbucks. I'll get a tea, and you know, I'll I'll read a newspaper up there for you know a, a little bit of time. And I thought it'll be fun. So I get up there. And I'm sitting down and the guy sitting at the next table from me, he had on like a really nice business jacket and his hair was done really nicely. And he had like, I was like, oh, okay, it's kind of a classy looking LA kind of, you know, normal slick sort of guy. He's probably a producer or something. And he's sitting there, Sammy, and he's got the newspaper out, but he's got it open to the real estate section. And so he's looking through the listings for like two and a half million dollar, three million dollar homes in Malibu. And as he's doing it, he's sort of talking to a girl, like trying to pick up a girl, an attractive woman who is sitting at the next table. And he's saying to her, you know, Malibu, it was good 10 years ago, but you got to watch out now. You know, I mean, like there's a lot of good suburbs actually in Los Angeles. And she's going, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that sounds about right. And I'm thinking this guy, I mean, this guy's got money. He's obviously sort of like retired young. This guy is a real player. And then he stood up and I noticed that he was wearing a business jacket Board shorts and sandals. <laughs> and I thought, hang on a second, Sam. Hang on. I don't know if this guy is the player that he is saying that he is, which yeah. was confirmed when he got up from his table and went over and had a look in the bin for cigarettes. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes to show you just never can tell, Sammy. You can't tell, Ed. And I tell you what, it's an interesting you know, social experiment to look at that because the de- you can't be looking in the real estate section at three million dollar homes in malibu and then on your way out get your starbucks reward card punched no (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah that's what's been going on and then but hey hey santa we've got to talk about the a-league grand final because i believe we owe well i in particular owe the the mariners an apology oh i know where this stems back to this is a long time ago yeah it is a long time you know what else i'd like i like that just in case just those sirens they're very very nice uh, in the background don't tell me they found out the cavaliers a dagestan name (laughs) well no so i should go actually i have been shot by the police just now so but uh, we got to get back to the apology Oh, yeah, sorry. I need to say sorry to the, the Central Coast Mariners who mm. I saw the highlight. They did an amazing job. They've won the A-League. And we were just joking, you know, me in particular about, 
David Beckham knows if he's going to come down here. And now they've won the A-League. They've, they look like they might progress in the Asian Champions League. But this is what's sad about it, though, Santo. Mm. You wish that the A-League had more money because the way that they celebrated winning the A-League was by two days later sacking their CEO because they couldn't afford him. That's right. Yeah, it's really bad down there. Graham Arnold has a paper route on the way to training. <laughs> Celebrity watch. Yes. Ed, seen anyone? Uh, thank you very much, Robert. And I wish we had a jingle, but we don't. That's okay. <laughs> um, here's one. Here's a left field one for you. I saw Stuart Broad at wow. the gym the other day. Is he the cricketer? Yeah, he's back in England sort of over this last week, but he was here hanging around, which I thought was very, I was like, oh, some sort of, you know, weird. Ed, that's, that's hardly the top shelf, that one. Although if, you, no. if, if his father, Chris Broad, was there, that would have been very impressive. He had a cracking well, series in the late 80s. Well, Remember like, that when we couldn't get him out? Sam, the thing about Chris Broad, he's actually still younger than most of the people on the current Ashes squad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so true. That, yeah, exactly. So, uh, no, but here we go. Here's a couple more top draw. I saw another one of the Maddens, Robbie, but that was at oh, yeah. um, a slight distance. So I'm not sure exactly which one it was. Well, it couldn't be As, couldn't be Joel because he's over here. Oh, Jeff. he's currently he's in charge of the voice, is he at the yeah. moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, but I saw Paulie Shaw again. I know you don't care about that, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> hey, Ed, Paulie Shaw wasn't at Starbucks reading the real estate section. It wasn't him, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't. Okay. Cameron Diaz again, and this is the other uh, one I've got for you uh, this week, Rob. The mum out of uh, Modern Family, the blonde mum, oh, Claire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tick. That's good. Good tick. She's very pretty in real life. I first uh, became aware of her in uh, in Boston Legal. Oh, yeah. She was very good in that. Very underrated was performance. Was William Shatner in Boston Legal? Oh, or am I getting it? Yeah, no, that's the wasn't, one. Wasn't she the girl from Bewitched? Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. We've reached the limits of Santo's knowledge. Santo, in his mind... Thinks that you during the week saw Elizabeth Montgomery, isn't that ex- that's ex- that's pretty good, Ed? That's where you, well, that's what you're working with. Actually, sorry, um, Sammy, I can't believe I forgot this. I met the daughter of Frank Sinatra's press agent the other day. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you buried the lead again, Ed. Ed, thank you, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thanks, guys. Bye, mate. Ashes, Ashes, Ashes squad was announced. Big, big news. Yep. <laughs> we have touched on it. Yeah. It's a fairly experienced um, squad, <laughs> Rob. How diplomatic of you. <laughs> Is mm. it fair to say? In their superannuation account, mm. it's they're in the process of transition to retirement. <laughs> <laughs> the big news. What is the? What would you say is the big news? Oh, Chris Rogers, got to be. 35 years old. 35 years old. And, but that's and he's, a fairy tale. I'm pro Chris Rogers. But he's scored a lot of runs. He's actually and, and has played in England, has been playing county cricket for the past five seasons, I believe, and yeah. he's doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I'm pro, I think we're pro Rogers. Haddon, mm. though, is the new vice captain. Yes. Because mm. Watson just said, I don't want to be vice captain. <laughs> is that right? Is that what you do nowadays? Didn't want to spend more time with his family. Nothing. Nothing. Just, I just don't want to <laughs> do it. Do you remember when it was hard to get in the Australian cricket team? Yeah. Now the selectors take you hostage. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's conscription. I tell you what, I, I saw the squad and mm. I thought, I don't know who Rogers is. Haddon's back in. Yeah. <sighs> Graham Wood can't be far away from no, getting back in, I think. No, um, so yeah. one of the big things about the squad is that we've only got one spinner. That's right. Lyon yeah. is the only one, Lion. right? So luckily, though, Fox Sports 
covered this concern. Nathan Lyon is the only spinner in the squad. Knocked him over, but with Ashton Agar on a scholarship in Hampshire and Pakistani refugee Farwad Ahmad's citizenship pending, there are options to expand. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. Don't worry if you think we've only got lines, we've only got one spinner. No, no, no. no. We've got some kid over there on a scholarship yeah. and we've got a kid a Pakist- in, a, someone in Christmas Island. <laughs> someone in Christmas Island who can apparently give it a bit of a rip. So don't worry. And if offshore processing works <laughs> yeah, out for him, we've got a we, we we've got we've got uh, Sergeant Mori on the case. He's about to, he's about to handle his uh, what a, his inclusion into the squad. What a sad state, oh Australian cricket. When you hear the words citizenship pending and scholarship our, and scholarship, our it's safe to say our spin stocks aren't <laughs> overly. I, I was worried high. when I heard the other day that we picked one spinner but appointed yeah. two coaches. <laughs> Well, yeah, the- amazingly, you know, it's a bad sign when um, John Inverarity, of course, is a, is a selector. Yeah, yeah. He's not the oldest member of the touring <laughs> party. That's, that's, that's an amazing thing. I just wanted to... I think, uh, well, did, we, did you hear AJ Clement's reaction when he heard the squad? Fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can uh, I, I've got uh, one more thing. You, I've got one more thing. Thank yeah. you, AJ. I'll, for one more thing about the Ashes squad. Mm. I've got a theory mm. in life that... Um, when you're justifying or defending a decision, the further you go back in history, the worse your case. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Greg Matthews came on as an expert. When I love Mo Matthews, I, I love I love uh, hearing him talk about cricket. Now Mo Matthews came on just after the Ashes squad had been announced, yeah. and you know there was a lot of discussion points. Uh, yeah. And this is some of the names that Greg Matthews uh, went to to justify. And defend the team. I kind of think of a guy like Wayne Holsworth back in 93. There are guys <laughs> playing county cricket over there. Think Mike Whitney, 1981. Think <laughs> the legend, Hall of Famer, Doug Walters. <laughs> there was, I believe W.D. W. Grace. W.G. Grace. W.G. Grace in the Grace. 19th century. He had a good tour. If you mention, in talking about the current Australian team, hmm. if you have to talk about Wayne Cracker Holdsworth, <laughs> Mike Whitney beating Port hmm. up in 81, and Doug Walters... Mm. Oh, that's. I, reckon, I think it's sad times. I reckon picking anyone that had to go to England on a boat. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the cutoff. Yeah. The other big news during the week is uh, relates to Liverpool striker Luis Suarez. Now he got ten weeks for biting. Is for, that for, is that the technical he, term? He he. Or cannibalism. What what's the? <laughs> <laughs> I just that's think what uh, he was charged with. What's the story there? I mean, eat before you play. Well, I'm feeling peckish. What should I have? I know a chunk of Ivanovic's arm. You know what, what I love about Suarez mm. is that this what a game he had. He gave away a penalty. Yeah. He had an assist for the first Liverpool goal. Yeah. He scored with seconds left to draw the game. Yeah. And he bit his opponent's arm. arm. Like yeah. that is a big, big game. Yeah. Do you remember uh, what he said after he bit the arm? Like seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what every judge on every cooking show says. Yeah. yeah. It's the most complicated recipe with forty two hundred the pressure yeah. test. They go lack seasoning. Lack like seasoning. You, you like you like. You sorry, Sandy. You like that he went to Twitter afterwards. Mm. Uh, Luis Suarez. He just said yeah. his tweets were. I'm sad for what happened this afternoon. I apologise to Ivanovic and all the football world for my inexcusable behaviour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and also Mike Tyson tweeted simply. It happens. So <laughs> we should, um, you know, he just weighed in on the uh, on the situation. You do feel for him. You know, he, he has been. You know, you know, last time he was suspended for that long. You know what he did? He bit someone. He bit someone. <laughs> he did he really? Did. He did in Germany. He bit someone in Germany or Holland. Yeah, 
So uh, he's just got know, a rehabilitation. Lit- little working. bit of form there. Oh, that Guys, is amazing. Tommy G's here. Welcome to the desk. What's happening? Well, we're still, of course, uh, well, do you say celebrating Anzac Day? I don't know whether you Commem- celebrate. I think commemorate. 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 And I've got to say, there is, no matter how many times you hear it, that there is something so moving about the last post. With the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. Beautiful, <laughs> subtle, and moving. Hey, um, oh, speaking of great nice. music, do you know they're very excited over in the Netherlands because they're soon to be commemorating a new king, oh, uh, really? King Willem Alexander. Okay. Uh, and um, they've uh, they've made uh, what I think is uh, often a tactical error. They decided we need a song. Mm. Let's have a competition. And yes. these never end. Remember when we tried yeah. to get, come up with a national anthem and it never yeah. kind of... No. Yeah. We ended up with the Greater Western Sydney theme song. That's <laughs> it. That's basically what you, what you... Well, there's been controversy because the the winning entry in the Konischlik, which is the King's Song competition, has been panned. Right. And I have, let's have a listen. I think you know why. Yeah, all right. We kind of know the, this vibe. It's sort of like an Olympic anthem. It's, they're, they're singing about how great King Willem is and excited. Times, but then it takes a really terrible turn. Wait for it. Hey. Yeah. Hooray for Billum. Three fingers in the air. Yeah. When they try and go a bit modern, they blend, they go. You know what? We're going to keep a, you know traditional, but what about some rap? I don't, I don't think the Dutch can rap. No, I don't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. A, it's not a Dutch thing. Sounds yeah. like something the the hacking group Anonymous would have done <laughs> in the middle of. In some good news though, they well, will be representing uh, the the Dutch at Eurovision this fantastic. year. Fantastic! So, uh, I reckon they're in for the chance. Massive mm, chance. They're conniously well done to the Netherlands. All right. All right. I think it's time to test our knowledge Please. of the previous seven days. Let's begin by testing our buzzers. Santo, Sam, and Rob. All right. Let's start with politics. Federal government is moving to subsidise what drug? Santo. The drug that the Australian cricket selectors took before choosing their Ashes squad. <laughs> That'd be still not incorrect. Uh, Rob. The, the drug that Nicole Kidman is on in that, that ad for Swiss Vitamins. <laughs> That'd be Swiss Vitamins. Sam, free uh, hit. Yeah, I don't, don't do any good at the free hits. No, no I got the nothing. The morning after pill, RU486. Uh, there we go. There we go. Listen carefully. Why is this French gentleman shouting? Santo. I think, with all the publicity this week, I suspect it's something to do with gay marriage. I'm going to give that to you, Santo. The angry about legislation to allow same-sex marriage. It was in Parliament. One point to Santo. Now, surely this is your special topic, Santo. Who is set to become the next Prime Minister of Italy? Uh, I'll go... You're going to go for Sam? Sam. I was going to take a guess. It's not Joe Dolce, is it? No. No, he doesn't have citizenship. Either... Uh, Pope Francis or... Incorrect. A guy who in six months' time will be called Italy's ex-Prime Minister. <laughs> well, probably give you a point there. In fact, it's uh, Enrico Letta. And Enrico arrived for his nomination oh. ceremony in a very unusual manner for an Italian politician. How did he arrive? Rob, wearing a seatbelt? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, close. You're on half a point, Sam. On a Vespa? No, he, wrote, he drove himself. Oh. Italian politicians love the chauffeur. It's yes. a big sign of prestige. He drove himself. Right. So That's very Pope. That's very humble Pope. Very like. humble Apparently Pope, he isn't went, it? He came straight from Spearmint Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's stay with world news. A museum is due to open next month in Stockholm, Sweden, dedicated entirely to what? Rob. Blonde hair? <laughs> close. Uh, I- Ikea meatballs? And incorrect. 
Yeah. Saunas? I'd go to a sauna museum. I would. You're wrong. Oh, it's um, <laughs> it's know. it's a ABBA. In fact, are going to have their own museum. And get oh. this: is going to be a special room dedicated to the song "Ring Ring." Okay, mm. now stay with me. Yes. It have a phone in it. Okay. Yes. yes. And. The only people who have the phone number are members of ABBA and they've promised to sort of sporadically ring the phone. So you could be in the ABBA museum in the ring ring room and the phone could ring and you could pick it up and go, hello, and it could be... Agnetha. How, how long do you think that's going to last? <laughs> I'm just how talking about How long you know, do you reckon they're going to be, Benny and Bjorn are going to be interested in doing that? You know, they've tried something very similar yeah. about 10 years ago at the mm. Melbourne Museum. They had a room just yeah. with a bell in it. Yeah. And, there, and the, the promise was that every now and then Colette would come in. <laughs> <laughs> just every now and then you wouldn't be able to pick it. One point to Sam. I wonder if they're uh, going to have a room there where if your name is Fernando, they're going to play drums right. and then right. you, they're going to ask if you can hear let's, them. We can never let's stay with Music Divinal singer Chrissy Amphlett died this week. What song, co-written by her, was nominated by APRA as one of the top 30 Australian songs of all time? Hmm. Santo. The Wilhelm... No, King, 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 Wilhelm song. King Wilhelm song. No, wrong. It's like Touch Myself, you? No, it wasn't, actually. What? Yeah, you would, you would have thought. Oh, Pleasure and Pain. No. Oh, boys, boys in town. Wrong, wrong, Up wrong, wrong. <laughs> Science fiction was, in fact, the oh, song. Uh, yeah, figure that. I, really I, thought, that you, I thought it was going to be the uh, the jingle to Dodo. That's fine. Um, <laughs> give, me a, give me a link in terms of stage mm. presence between Chrissy Amplett and ACDC's Angus Young. Y- uniform, school school uniform. uniform, Santo, one point to you. I want you to identify this singer and tell me why she's in the news. Don't be confused by my apparent lack of sense. I've seen Rob roll the eyes back. I, 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 my, my, my colleagues here are just showing the mm. lack of totally commi- commitment during the week. I'm oh, sorry, I don't <laughs> listen to Smooth FM during the week. Sorry, <laughs> <Rob>. <laughs> Her name is, in fact... Uh, Dobson. Abby Dobson, Abby Dobson from Leonardo's Bride. And she Bride. went on The Voice. She auditioned for The Voice. And she in the blinds. Extra point, what and, happened? And uh, she, she failed to turn a chair. No one turned around for Abby Dobson, so there you go. What does that say? Well, no, no one says, turned around for it. <laughs> <laughs> it says that these guys don't know how to spend their week. Yeah. There you go. All right, cricket. Uh, our Usher squad, you've touched on it, to tour England this year has been announced. Who is the oldest member of the team? Chris Santa. Rogers. And how old is he? 35. 35 or 36, depending on which website you go into. He only played one test for Australia. Where, when, and against who? Santo. Uh, it was either Rhodesia or Salon. And it was in the <laughs> Rob, 20s. I have a feeling it was the MCG. No, Perth. correct. Perth is correct. Uh, he didn't make, he, I think he made four and six. Back in 2008 oh, against India. He filled in for an injured Matthew Hayden. Oh, okay. He made four and 15 and complained that the cap they gave him was too small. It gave him a migraine. <laughs> <laughs> So, looking forward to July. A tight, baggy green. All right, we've had our first injury within the squad. Who's been hurt and how? Sam. Brad Haddon, osteoporosis. (laughs) (laughs) You are close. It's fast bowler Ryan Harris. He suffered an Achilles tendon injury in the IPL. IPL. That's an old man's injury. That is. is. An ACL in the IPL. On Tuesday, West Indian batsman Chris Gale did something quite remarkable. What was it? Rob. He played for the West Indies. <laughs> no. In fact, it was the Royal Challengers Bangalore. What did he do? 176 not out. 175 not of out. 66 balls. Wow. Extraordinary. For those who missed it, here's the edited highlights. Even though there's a long on, he's a spectator. Whoa. Oh, he's gone big. He's gone huge. It's six more. What a bullet that was from Gale. And Chris Gale says, that is where I will deposit it. He'll go again. 
Oh, that's gone a long way. Oh, flat and hard. Oh, it's got the same treatment, you betcha. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, it's as big as you get. One of the iconic moments in sport, and there had to be a New Zealand commentator involved. <laughs> now, now there's two reasons I'm, I'm angry I missed it. It was huge. How, how much fun? How much fun is it to listen to that? Just to watch the highlights. And, and to we had to cut half of those out because yeah. it just would have gone too long. Tommy, do you know what is forgotten in that innings? Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Dilshan steady 33 up the other end. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> he really held up. Held up his end. It was the sheet, up, sheet anchor roll. Sheet anchor roll. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll finish with one more sport question. You, you've touched on it. Liverpool striker Luis Suarez. Yeah. Suspended for 10 games for biting. And for, for those who may have missed the incident, here's what happened. Looks like he's actually sunk his gnashes in there. He sunk his gnashes in. He's been fined uh, $350,000 and he's declared he'd like to donate the money to who? If you were Suarez and you're trying to win over the Liverpool fans, where would you put your 350 grand? I'd get it in small bills and I'd throw it into the cop. Nice idea. <laughs> the Hillsborough... <laughs> Family oh, support oh, group. I was about to say that I couldn't, couldn't, didn't remember. Yeah, but, yeah. A, little, a little bit of uh, sucking <coughs> up, but uh, good on him, good on them. That's the week that was. Can I congratulate uh, James McCormick? He pitched to armies and police forces and governments around the world uh, his bomb detectors. Have you heard about this guy? Uh, they work from 30 metres underwater or from a plane five kilometres up. He said that they need no power except for, quote, electrostatic energy from the human body. He sold £37 million worth to Iraq. The United Nations paid £46,000 for five of them to find bombs in Lebanon. You know what they were? 13-pound novelty golf ball finders. <laughs> That's what they were. The device consisted of a swivelling antenna connected to nothing except a plastic hand grip. I've never the, even seen the real... The, the genuinely golf ball finders. I've not even seen them in a... In a <laughs> Tom's shop. interested in the oh, golf yeah, ball yeah. finders. <laughs> it would be useful. I'll pay 46000 And the bomb but. thing, sure. <laughs> I just wanted to... I thought, oh, you've got to dip your lid to a guy like that. He's an entrepreneur. He's an entrepreneur. Uh, and, uh, and he'll be in jail very soon. So well, he uh, is, that, was in, that was in court, actually. That we found out all that stuff. Enjoy. Um, that's the end of another show. Uh, Twitter. Did you see the, the picture? Of us, Samuel? I did see, uh, and I, the, na- the name of the man is James. Mm. I, think, I think James Fosdyke has mm. drawn some magnificent artwork for mm. our podcast. Wow. Yes. And uh, we will retweet that today. Yes. It's worthy of an Archibald Prize. It, it is. Uh, and so that's, yeah, just thank you to James. And uh, we'll, we'll um, make sure you can get on that. But at Santo Sam Ed is the uh, Twitter handle and at Working Dog Prod. Have you redacted the phrase the police are looking for? Yes. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get on that by the time we tweet it out. Have you seen it? No. It, it is magnificent. It is. It's wonderful. Um, yeah, a Cup Fever website, Working Dog website, and, uh, you know, yeah, Stitcher as well. Thank you very much, uh, Tom, for your quiz. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Santo. And we'll be back next week. See you, Sammy.